Today is a day of somber and stark reality. And the church gives us this very powerful and haunting liturgy to hold up reality before us, even when that reality is difficult for us, when it makes us uncomfortable, when it's hard to bear. We acknowledge the death of our Lord. And that death happened because of our sins, the sins of all humanity. And listen, my sin, your sin, we can't turn away from that reality, uncomfortable though it might be. Why did Jesus die? Because of my rebellion. Because I chose and choose to align myself against him. That's why he died. We're sinners. And we can't escape that reality. We can't skip to Easter Sunday. We have to go into Good Friday and we have to go through Good Friday and so we have to confront the reality of our sins. And we have to do it in a personal way, not generically, my sin. But now friends, if we confront rightly the reality of our sinfulness, if we see it rightly, what we see is this, that as I confront my sin and I look rightly, I see that it has already been confronted. That Jesus' love has already met my sinfulness. That my sins have been confronted by an even deeper and much more powerful reality. Because as real as sin is, God's mercy is more real. As disastrous as the consequence of my sins are, and all the sins of humanity, God's mercy and his love made manifest on the cross is more powerful. And that's reality. All the sins of the world, including mine, all of them concentrate themselves on Jesus. They go right toward him because sin can't tolerate that goodness. That's our rebellion. Jesus is the one to whom every sin in humanity's history and all my personal sins hates. But watch what happens. Because as those sins draw toward Jesus, as they seek to spend all their power on him and eliminate him, something surprising takes place. As sin comes toward the Lord, a path is created. And the Lord draws the evil out of our hearts so that he could draw our sinful hearts to his heart. So that every sinner has a place to go with his or her sins that you and I have a place to go with our sins. A path has been created in the most surprising way. Jesus says, when I'm lifted up, I'll draw all people to myself. When he's lifted up for my sins and for your sins, he draws us because he's all about us. 
And what he does is he draws us surprisingly, even through our sinfulness to him, is he not only saves us, but he loves us. And he loves us, not our sinfulness. He draws our evil and says, spend it all on me so that you know that you are not your sins, that you might know that you are loved, you are more than, you are always separate from your sinfulness in and through me, in and through my grace. We're never defined by our sins. Not fundamentally. We're never identified by our sins. St. John Paul II. We are not the sum of our faults and failings. We're the sum of the Father's love for us. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus didn't go to the cross out of force. He chooses in freedom. He says, no one takes my life from me. Freely I lay it down and freely I'll take it up again. Jesus loves us. Right where we're most broken, right where we're most wretched, right where we're most in rebellion to God. That's where his love reaches us. He draws us to himself. And as he loves us, within that love, there's something really beautiful. Salvation, yes, but also an appeal to our hearts, an appeal to our freedom. There's an invitation that's contained in what is happening today. We're much more than just observers on Good Friday. We're participants in the mystery of our own salvation. Jesus is on the cross for me. He does something for us today, but also he wants to do something through us. And if we truly receive the gift of this mystery, we're drawn to him and invited by him. What Jesus does on the cross is for us. But what he invites us to be a part of is something he wishes to accomplish through us. That as we come close, as we bring to him our sufferings, and everyone has suffering, everyone here, as we bring to him our sufferings, as we unite our sufferings to his on the cross, as we unite our hearts to his heart on the cross, then the same power that saved the world enters through us. You see, our sufferings, all of them, the ones we deserve and especially the ones we don't deserve, they all, united to Jesus, have redemptive power. And we need to hear that. And we need to receive that deeply in our hearts and be convicted by it so that we don't run from our sufferings. But rather we bring them to our Lord and we make them an offering and we say, Jesus, I don't have to understand. Jesus, I don't know how this will work out. I don't know how you're working in the midst of all this, but I'm bringing this to you and I make it my offering. 
And somehow, some way, I trust that you will work it not just for the good, but for the best. That's what we remember today. That Jesus takes all the evil of the world and works it not just for the good, but for the best. That's the power of this mystery. And that power isn't locked in the past. That power is right here, right now, for us in our real situations, in our real sufferings, in our real pain. Jesus is the Savior. Also this. St. John writes these words. I wonder what it must have been like for him to hear these words from the mouth of our Lord, who said, Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. Please hear this. The one who died on the cross died for his friends. That's you. And that's me. He died for his friends. We're his friends. That changes this day. Jesus dies for us because he loves us. He knows us. We're his friends. You're his friends. So many of you I know, you're striving to be with him. You're striving to follow him. Don't let the devil deceive you into thinking that you're not worthy, that you're not loved, and that you're not his friends. He knew exactly who he was dying for on the cross, not his enemies, because he sees through our rebellion. He sees through our sinfulness and he sees the goodness of our hearts. That we're his friends. You're his friend. And so today isn't a tragedy, as sober as it is. St. Augustine, he says this. Brethren, let us then fearlessly acknowledge and even open, openly proclaim that Christ was crucified for us. Let us confess it, not in fear, but in joy, not in shame, but in glory. We are loved, and the one who loves us, the one who died for us, did so for his friends. That is why today is such a very good Friday.